I'm Chelsea. I'm Deidre. And we're giving you a million murders. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm breathing. <laughs> I'm good. Just keep breathing and breathing. <laughs> okay. So today I'm doing some like true um, scary stories off of Reddit. Okay. We love a good Reddit story. Yes. So there'll be... I'll have a few of those. So I'm just going to go ahead. Okay, go ahead, girl. So this first one is titled The Mirror. Mm-mm. And it was posted four hours ago. Ooh, freshy. <laughs> so, okay. I'm, I'm going to read it like I'm the person. Right. Okay, so background. I've been a fan of these true scary stories for quite some time. I always listen to videos by content creators such as Mr. Nightmare, Lazy Masquerade, and the like. That sort of content is one of my favorite ways to pass the time. Mm -hmm. Whether I'm working or just relaxing at home. I love relaxing at home. Yeah. Listening to stuff like this, of course, can be enjoyable in a way. But it also reminds me of some of the horrifying things I've witnessed in my life. And it's taken me some time tossing the idea of sharing these events around in my head. Believe me. Years, in fact. Mm. But today is the day I decided to post the first one. It's a bit short, but freaky all the same. Like today, four hours ago. Today. Today. We are finding out something someone is just telling to the world. January 28, 2023. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay. Contextual information. Mm-hmm. I'm a 33-year-old female, and this happened when I was about 16 years old back in 2006 or so. And of course, since I was a minor at the time, I still live with my parents. Their house was huge with the bottom story being bigger and the stairs being right in the middle of the floor, with two stairwells leading up to a landing, one on the side of the front door and living room, and the other on the side of the kitchen. Hmm. After the landing, where these stairwells meet, or where these stairwells met, another stairwell led right upstairs to a wraparound upper floor with a loft. Well, on the wall of the landing, before the final stairwell hung, an ornate mirror. Okay. Now, on to the story. <sighs> yeah, and this person's our age. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, interesting. Well, not really. Well, she's my age. <laughs> You're 33? I will be this year. Oh, gag. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I grew up in a family that was pretty large. I guess this is a given, seeing as my parents were Mormon. I'm not part of the church anymore, but that's besides the point. So because our family was pretty big, what with eight kids in total and five, including me, living at home, mm. there was a lot of noise and laughter and running up and down the stairs and the hallways going on in the evenings on weekdays and all the time on the weekend. Mm -hmm. 
you know, just happy family vibes. Lots of people enjoying themselves. Well, most of the time. She's sick. <laughs> I'm hollering. See, the mirror that hung on the wall of the landing always felt, well, there's no other way to say it really, just off. Mm. Is this Oculus? <laughs> oh, I know. Ooh, oh, I forgot about that movie. Mm-hmm. In fact, it felt so off that it would ruin the vibe a little bit. Like, I'd be chasing my sister playing tag or something, and I would feel a cold chill right up my spine when I passed the mirror, accompanied by the feeling that somebody was watching me right out of the corner of my eye. Mm. It got to the point where every time I would pass that mirror, I felt compelled to look at it like I was trying to catch whoever it was in the act. Mm-hmm. I knew logically this didn't make any sense, but it didn't stop me from instinctively doing so. Okay. Most of the time afterwards, I would go back to whatever I was doing and just move on with my life. However, sometimes I would lay awake at night wondering why that mirror freaked me out so much. And it just got progressively worse. In fact, it got to the point where I told my mom that it scared me and I wanted her to take it down. Now, my sister, two of my younger brothers, and my dad happened to be present for this conversation. And when I said this, all of them just kind of stared at me. Mm. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. When I asked what was wrong and why they were all looking at me like that, my mom finally spoke up telling me she felt the same way about the mirror. One by one, the rest of them began to agree with her. I asked them if they had talked about this before or told each other anything before, and all of them shook their heads. So nobody had been talking about this, but everyone was like, this mirror the same. ain't it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. My dad said me bringing it up freaked him out, and everyone else agreed because no one had said anything to anyone else about it before, and here I was voicing everyone's fears. Mm-hmm. That's when I knew that my bad feeling about that mirror was spot on. My mom took it down immediately, since we were all in agreement that it shouldn't stay there. Out of curiosity, I asked her where she got it in the first place. And she said she didn't remember, which was weird because my mom has a really good memory and most of the things she owns have some kind of origin like they were passed down to her by my grandma or she got a really good deal on it at a yard sale or something like that. I found that just added to the mirror's freakiness. Yes. The unknown origin mm-hmm. is too much. A few weeks passed after my mom threw the mirror out and I was starting to forget all about it. Mm-hmm. I invited some <laughs> friends over to spend the night and we were all talking and laughing. And then my friend, let's call her Brittany, asked me where the mirror was. My other friend, who we'll call Leah, was like, yeah, I noticed it was gone too. Did it break or something? I shook my head no and told them that my mom got rid of it, but I didn't tell them why. Mm-hmm. Brittany and Leah exchanged a look. Then they both spoke, and what they said next sent literal chills down my spine. Oh, God. What did they say? Brittany. This is Brittany. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so glad. I always felt like someone... And then Leah says, was watching you in that mirror? Brittany says, yeah. 
They both laughed at it, laughed it off a bit, but it didn't seem like they found it genuinely funny, rather like they were trying to calm themselves down. Mm-hmm. I told them that we all felt the same way, and that's why we threw it out. Their eyes got wide. Well, I'm glad it's gone then, Leah said. Brittany nodded her agreement, and I shared their sentiment. Mm-hmm. Not one really talked about the mirror after that. <laughs> no one really talked about the mirror after that because it was gone and we all kind of moved on with our lives. But there were a lot of freaky things that happened in that house that maybe I'll share here one day. I know it may seem silly, but that mirror was genuinely freaky and I think everyone is better off that it's gone. But sometimes I wonder what happened to it, and if someone else got a hold of it after my mom threw it out, I seriously hope not, because the thought of that mirror bothering some other family is not one that sits well with me, especially since I don't know exactly what was wrong with it, and to be honest, I don't think I want to. Yeah, no, you don't want to know what's wrong with it. Who knows? It's probably in somebody's house and now a spirit's trapped in the mirror or something crazy like that you just never know Mm -mm. (laughs) that was a good one that was a good one thank you for telling who's the does it say who it's by and that user was jamie dreams x Ooh, okay jamie dreams x thank you for that wonderful story yes you should have shared that long ago because that's good that's good yeah that was good Mm mm-hmm (laughs) (laughs) all right so the next reddit story is titled the haunting at the brewery and this one is by the apothecarian okay username that's their username Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i was reading some true stories on this sub and i remember that i never shared this one it's not super elaborate or flashy but it actually happened i'd love to hear your thoughts about it about a decade back i used to work at a brewery pub. Hmm. This was posted three days ago. 2023, January 25th. This was posted. Okay. About a decade back, I used to work at a brewery pub. It was set in a pretty big and old building from the early 1900s. Okay. I, I worked there for a couple of years. And most of the time, it was pretty chill. But backbreaking at times. On my time working there, I had to experience I had two experiences that I can only describe as supernatural. The first one, it was a particular late night and I was tasked with closing up the hangar slash loading docks. Closing it up was making sure there wasn't anything obstructing where the trucks would park, stacking up and any loose crates, turning the lights off and locking it all up. I was about done, so I turn off the lights and as I'm making my way to the door, a beer bottle comes rolling towards me from the dark. No, no. Between the tail stacks of cr- between the tall stacks of crates. No, no, thank you. It wasn't forceful or anything. I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it looked like someone gently placed it on the floor and rolled it towards me. Mm-mm. I didn't. I didn't think too much of it, so I picked up the bottle and placed it inside a half-empty crate. I turned around, and as I started walking, another bottle comes rolling from the same place. No. Then another one. Mm-mm. No. Tired and thinking it was a co-worker trying to 
mess with me, mm-hmm. I shout, hey, all right, you got me. <laughs> Come on, I got to close up. <laughs> oh, no. I, I expected to hear laughter or something, but instead, I was, it was dead silent. I waited for a couple minutes, turned on my flashlight, and started looking around the stacks of crates for what I thought it would be a giggling co-worker. After searching each corner and turn, I gave up. I was a little weirded out at this point, but I just picked up the two bottles from the ground and placed in the same crates as the first one. I turned off my flashlight and shut it at the darkness. All right, I'm walking up. See you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Just as I finished saying that, a crate full of bottles fell from one of the stacks and landed two feet from me, glass shards and beer exploding everywhere. Oh, Jesus. The next day, I told my boss about it, and he said it was probably a rat. The thing is... That knocked off a box? A the, big old box with <laughs> alcohol in it? The thing is, those crates, when full, probably weighs 20 pounds. How could a rat push it? Yeah. Talking to my coworkers, they tell me that they've also experienced weird stuff during closing hours. My second experience happened again when I was closing the place. This time, I was closing the pub. When closing the pub at the last when closing the pub, the last thing you usually do is restock the walk-in freezer. The freezer is probably just as old as the building itself and it sits underground right beneath the bar. I was down there feeling that enormous thing with kegs and crates being a very old freezer from a time when safety wasn't a big concern. The thing doesn't open from the inside. No handle. Nothing. Just a flat, plain steel door. Oh, Lord, no. So I did what I always did when I had to go inside that thing. I put a keg securing the door open. I was halfway through the task when I hear the door slamming shut. I rush towards the door, but it's locked shut. I started pounding on it, but the only other person there was my boss in the office, two floors above me, probably with his door closed. I tried my phone, but since I'm locked underground inside a steel and lead box, I had no service. Oh, oh my God. I was wearing only jeans and a t-shirt, so things were getting chilly pretty quickly. Yeah. My face was going numb and my hands were getting stiff. I made a blanket out of cardboard, but it was doing very little keeping the cold at bay. The only reason I didn't freeze to death was because I had a date with a regular and she went there looking for me. She asked my boss where I was, and when he couldn't find me, he went to the basement and found me inside the freezer. I was there for about 45 minutes when he found me, and I was starting to consider writing a letter to my parents and drinking myself to sleep. Oh, my God. My boss installed a chain to keep the door open after that, but I refused to ever walk into that death trap again. Weirdest part, the keg I had holding the door open was at the other side of the room when I got out. It was a full steel keg, not something that just slides away, let alone quietly. I stopped working on I stopped working there shortly after to for unrelated reasons. I was like, uh uh. Uh uh. I'd freak out. Freak out. Just trapped. For forty five like, minutes. I I mean forty five minutes and he's like, I'm about to write a letter. To my parents and drink myself to sleep. I said, oh my God. He's like, because I ain't got time for nothing else. 
ain't nobody got time for that. Mm-mm. Who, has, who has time for that? No one. I'm like, bruh. Obviously, it wasn't his fault, but ugh. Yeah. So, yeah, that was creepy. Yeah. Mm-mm. That was a good story, though. Thank you. Yes. Our next one is by username General Demand 9189 And this was posted four days ago. And it's titled, A Creepy But True Story That Happened to Me When I Was 12. One day, me and my dad were at Lowe's looking for some kind of plant slash tree. Mm-hmm. We went on the outside section to look for the plant. My dad was looking for it through the aisles. I stood outside of the aisles. As I stood there, I saw a figure through the corner of my eye. I turned around, and there was a person standing like 40 feet away from me. He was holding a shovel in a creepy way, as if he was about to do something with it. Mind you, the guy's wearing all black, black hoodie, black pants, and a black mask to cover his face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I turn around, not thinking anything of it. Why? 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 No. Think everything of it, sis. <laughs> everything. And then I realized that he was suddenly getting closer and closer to me. Then he started walking towards me while dragging the shovel on the ground. Ooh, Mm-mm. that sound, that sound, that sound. I run through all the aisles looking for my dad until I finally found him. Good thing he had already found the plant or else I didn't know... What would have happened? I know this is kind of mild, but it was very creepy at the same time. Yeah, well, that's my story. Jeez. I'm scared. I am too. This next story is by username electricalload2413. Okay. And it was posted four days ago. So these are all pretty new. Yeah. These are new ones for y'all. Mm-hmm. This one's titled, She Can See Him. What? No. <laughs> what? We've all heard that children and animals can see things that we can't. Mm-hmm. They're more sensitive to the paranormal slash supernatural side of things. I didn't really believe this at first until my own kids were born. They've all had their own experiences, but this one is about my youngest daughter. I will call her Bella. Okay. My father-in-law was one of those people who begged for grandchildren. Every family get together, it was always, when are you all going to give me a grand, give me grandbabies? Well, it happened, and he was a phenomenal grandfather. He was never too tired to play, no mess was too big, and he never said no. Aww. But life happened, and sadly he passed from a heart attack. My girls were two years old, and Bella was just eight months old. Aww. They were, he didn't get to spend much time with them. I know. It shattered us. Even me, because he'd been in my life since I was 14. He was a second dad to me. It hit my two-year-old pretty hard, but Bella, I thought, was too young to understand, obviously. Yeah. Eight months old. Fast forward to Bella being a little o- a little over a year old. Every time I'd hold her, she'd look off into corners, walls where nothing was, and smile, wave, etc. Mm. I just thought she was being a baby doing weird things. But then she learned to talk. This is where it gets eerie. I'd hear her talking to herself when her sister would be nowhere around. 
I listened one day and heard, I know you miss Rowdy Peppaw, but Nana's taking care of him. Rowdy was his pet shih tzu. Oh. I walked in to ask her who she was talking to. She replied, Peppaw Troy. He misses Rowdy. Oh, and he said, tell Nana happy anniversary. <laughs> oh. I knew she was trying to say anniversary because their anniversary was the next day. My mouth dropped. She didn't know that. She was too little. Over the years, Bella would talk about him working on the coal mines. Okay, we got a little coal miner. Mm-hmm. My brother's a coal miner. The machines he worked on, his friends, and their families. Things she was not told about. Then, another big incident where we all were freaked out. He wore a set of dog tags that he never took off. When my mother-in-law boxed up all his stuff, she misplaced them. She was so distraught over it. She babysat my girls one day and called me crying. Bella found his tags. I was confused. She explained that she was walking my girls around outside and her wedding rings on her finger started to feel like it was burning or tingling. She ignored this, but Bella said, Peppa's trying to tell you his tags fell into the vent in your bedroom. She went inside to look at to, she went inside to look and there they were. Bella is 6 now and barely remembers these things, but I think it's safe to say that she could see her pet ball. I'd say so. Isn't that crazy? That is. Wow. I mean, mm. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Just seeing your grandpa. Grandpa, hey. That you've that you were 8 months old when he passed. Yeah. And like Talking about his co-worker family and stories. Crazy. Okay, so the next story is by user Evelyn Wayne 23 And it's titled, Charlie, Charlie, Are You There? Are you there, Deidre? Barely. <laughs> but I'm here. It was a warm summer day. The first day of school was just beginning and my worst nightmare had just become true. I had math as my first period. Ew. I hated (laughs) math with a burning passion. It was my worst subject. And to have it so early in the morning was even worse. Same. Same too. Mm Mm-mm. I'll be passing with a 60 every year. (laughs) Just barely Mm -hmm. holding on. Lord help me. Look, I was at the end of the thread. I was... Barely held on. <laughs> Edge of glory. But I made it. <laughs> My poor brain cells hadn't even begun working yet, and our teacher, let's call him Mr. N, gave us a surprise test to check our knowledge. The room wasn't even quiet. There was chaos everywhere, which, you know, made it hard to concentrate. So I did the smart thing and quit the test. Mr. N had had arranged the desk so that we would all be in groups of four. At my table, there were three girls, L, S, and myself, and one boy, A. One of the girls, L, suggested that we try playing Charlie Charlie. S and I immediately said yes. Meanwhile, A refused to play. Eventually, he gave in and decided to play. I drew the cross and the yes and no's and balanced two pencils on top of each other. After that was done, we all chanted the words, Charlie, Charlie, can we play? Three times until the pencil moved to yes. 
A went pale and nearly died of fright. L and S got kind of scared while I remained calm. We asked some questions, got some yes and no's until L asked, Charlie, Charlie, can you kill A? A immediately got mad asking her why she would ask such a question. While L and S laughed, I I got serious. Although it's true that we were messing with something bad, I knew better than to ask such questions. I told them to quit messing like that because it was bad to ask spirits to do such things, but L just started mocking Charlie Charlie. I decided that it was enough because A seemed really scared, so I did something stupid and stuffed the paper and the pencil in my backpack. Something stupid I had also done was that I allowed L to write down all, all our names at the back of the paper. When I got home, I threw my backpack in my room and went to go take a shower. I was home alone since my parents and siblings were at work, so what happened next had to had no explanation for me. While I was showering, I heard my door room slam shut and heard booming footsteps in the hall. I simply decided to ignore it. Throughout the day, I kept hearing whispering and my name being called at random times. I heard someone running and laughing here and there and kept seeing something that looked like a little kid peeking from random places throughout the house. I should have been scared, but I really wasn't all. This just didn't scare me. I guess whatever spirit was in the house decided to leave me alone until my parents came home. All crap broke loose once my whole family came home. My dad and little sister were watching TV in my parents' room when suddenly everything inside the closet nearly crushed them both. My older sister and mom were outside when suddenly a horde of flies attacked them. Sounds a bit silly, but my Mm. sister is deadly afraid of bugs and a whole bunch of flies were standing on her, so literally her worst nightmare. Things kept falling out of nowhere, and I almost got hit with a mirror that had fallen. The final straw for my mom was when the baby Jesus that that we had started crying. I don't know why For some reason, we all looked over and it just had tears in his eyes. Mm. She demanded to know whether any of us had used a Ouija board or anything similar when I finally confessed what had happened during math class. My dad quickly drove us to the local church where we burned the piece of paper, doused it with holy water. We then went to get blessed by a priest. Nothing happened afterwards, at least not to my family from what I was told. A had gotten haunted really bad as well and nearly got into a car accident. Scariest part was that at the time he got in the accident was around the same time we went to burn the piece of paper. Those were those were pretty good. I like those. I like them too. I might have to do that more often. Do those more often. Mm-hmm. I like that. Well, I hope you all enjoyed that. Yes, yes. <laughs> those little stories. So, um... If you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can email us at murders at gmail.com. And you can go to our Instagram at murders and look at the people, places, and things that we post on there. And you can also go to our Facebook group and page, A Million Murders. We have two. Um, so <laughs> we you have can, two. <laughs> but yeah, but if you do the page, then you can do both. Just do both. It'll be fine. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so you can go there and you can start discussions, topics, comment on anything, you know, that you want. Because we will post, you know, for the most part when an episode is out Mm -hmm. on there and stuff like that. So, yeah. 
Well, thanks for tuning in. And we hope you come back for a million million more. Bye. Bye.